This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday, 5th of October. In your Squiz today, a smaller-than-expected interest rate hike, Ukraine takes more territory from Russia, pushing to preserve our native animals, and Australia's best pie. This is your Squiz today. Claire, homeowners across the country had everything crossed yesterday, and many have breathed a tiny sigh of relief as the official rate rose by 0.25% to 2.6% following the Reserve Bank Board's meeting. That was a smaller hike than expected. Yeah, and the reason for that, according to Governor Philip Lowe, is that they don't want to go too hard while they assess what's happening uh, with the global economy, with household spending, also wages and inflation. So there's just a few things for them to keep their eye on at the moment. Uh, On a $750,000 mortgage, the increase will raise monthly repayments by $110. And that means that since May, repayments have increased by $1,030. And in response, Treasurer Jim Chalmers says that those factors uh, have also given the Albanese government pause for thought as it puts together its first budget to be delivered on the 25th of October. Yes, it's tough going for our economy, but Australia isn't the only country that's having to navigate some tricky headwinds. In the UK, there's been a lot of back and forth over proposed tax cuts, which is now raising questions about whether our Stage 3 tax cuts will still go ahead as promised. Yeah, that's right. So in the UK, new Prime Minister Liz Truss has abandoned plans to cut her country's top rate of income tax uh, with a massive U-turn. And yesterday, Treasurer Chalmers didn't rule out changing upcoming tax cuts here. If you hear people talking about stage three tax cuts, uh, they're referring to the third in a series of tax cuts that were introduced by the former coalition government that was supported by Labor. The third stage is set to kick in from July 2024, and it would cost $20 billion a year to do. So there are many people who say that our nation can't afford that in the foreseeable future. Yesterday, Chalmers said the UK experience was a cautionary tale about what can happen if you get your policy settings out of whack in a way that doesn't suit the economic conditions. And as you say, Claire, the new budget is three weeks away, so lots can happen between now and then. Moving overseas, Claire, and Russia has admitted that it no longer has full control of the four Ukrainian regions it announced it was annexing last week after Ukrainian troops made significant gains in the country's south and east. Reports say that Ukrainian soldiers have pushed through the front line in Kherson and that they've also taken back more territory in Luhansk. Uh, Ukraine has vowed to take back all of its territory from Russia, despite those recent threats of more troops uh, and nuclear retaliation from Russian President Vladimir Putin. Speaking of the nuclear threat, uh, NATO has warned that a nuclear test could be on the way. Uh, That's because there's been a train spot 
spotted uh, that has been operated by Russia's nuclear division that's making its way to the front lines. Yes, and never one to miss an opportunity to comment on a global event, Elon Musk has proposed his own solution to the war in Ukraine in a Twitter poll, which prompted Ukrainian President Zelensky to launch his own Twitter poll in response. (laughs) If you haven't seen those, I'll post a link in your episode notes so you can see what you think. Coming back home, Claire, and in a landmark move, the Albanese government has announced an ambitious new goal to prevent any new extinctions of Aussie plants or wildlife. So our government has joined 50 other nations to commit to reserving 30% of Australia's land and sea areas for conservation. Uh, That was one thing from yesterday. And Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek has also unveiled a new 10-year threatened species action plan. And the idea is that it should improve things for 110 priority species and 20 places. She says that the current approach has not been working. which was made apparent, she says, by the latest environmental report card, which said that Australia has lost more mammals than any other continent in the world. Conservationists have largely welcomed the plan, but were critical of the protection of only priority species in the plan when there were more than 1,900 threatened species listed in Australia. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Claire, La Nina really is the unwanted gift that keeps on giving. As the Weather Bureau is predicting more wet weather for the eastern states this week, with heavy rain expected from far north Queensland right down to Tasmania. It's a bit of a broken record, this one, isn't it? <laughs> and look, the issue is that it again ups the flood risks for already saturated areas. Uh, what they say is at least 50 millimetres is expected by Friday right up and down the east coast, and that could be followed by more rain over the weekend. Uh, we've had so much rain that even Dartmouth Dam has started spilling over for the first time in 26 years. Uh, I come from that part of the world, so I was super interested interested to see that. Yes, there's lots of interesting videos of it. And so far, the spills are a bit of a quirky tourist attraction. But if the rain doesn't stop, it could pose serious problems for people downstream, including restricting generation capacity at Dartmouth's AGL power station. So hopefully the downpours do stop soon. And if you're wondering how to explain the wild weather to kids or just want your own fun explainer, this week's Squiz Kids Shortcuts is about La Nina and it's out today. You can get that and more at Squiz Kids subscriber specials on Apple. Claire, we are both foodies, but that doesn't mean we don't still enjoy the simpler things like a really good meat pie. And now we know where to find what is officially Australia's best one. 
And I reckon I've been to this place. Uh, What the judges say is that it's a no-frills beef pie from Victoria's Whittlesea Bakehouse. Uh, It's been named the best plain meat pie in Australia uh, and that's at the annual official Great Aussie Pie Competition. Uh, The man in charge is named Adrian uh, Caporetto and he says that good ingredients and keeping things simple uh, and making sure that you love what you do is really the key to a good pie. I know this is controversial, but I'm a firm believer that a really good pie doesn't need any sauce because it should be juicy enough on its own. (laughs) Do you have any special judging criteria, Claire? Look, I've got some issues with your assessment, Siobhan. (laughs) First, you need sauce, has to have sauce. And if it's too juicy, it's, you know, risking that soggy bottom. It's got to be a little bit sturdy, I reckon. I don't mind a soggy bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure what that says about you. We'll have to explore that later. Claire, any excuse to dress up and I am there, especially if the costume comes with ribbons and bells. And now I will have a legitimate chance to wear precisely that if I ever decide to move back to the UK. Yeah, I don't know how you're getting your soggy bottom into a dress with (laughs) bells and ribbons. But anyway, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Look, what we're talking about has to do with Morris dancing, which is a form of English folk dancing uh, traditionally done by men. Uh, I feel like every time I watch Midsummer Murders, there's Morris dances. (laughs) It's that kind of vibe. Anyway, uh, like a lot of things, it's come down to numbers. Uh, There are some groups still in England that only allow men. Uh, but one group in Exeter has had to open it up to women or they'd have to fold. Yes, I have to say there aren't many pool factors that make me want to move back and this also isn't one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Squiz the day, Claire, and I know you're excited about a very special event that I'd never heard of until you very excitedly (laughs) told me about it yesterday. Yeah, it's Fat Bear Week. It's like the best week of the year. So Fat Bear Week is the Katamai National Park in Alaska. Uh, Every year they watch the bears come down out of their summer. They're really gorging in the river to fatten up for winter as they go and hibernate. And what they do is they ask people to get involved, to vote on who they think is the fattest bear of the park. I love this, but I think their language sounds a bit judgmental for 2022. Maybe it should be plus-sized bear week or most voluptuous bear week. You know, we can't just sit here and watch these bears get body shamed, Claire. Oh, no, it's a celebration. Don't worry. There's no shaming. The biggest bear is the best bear. That's for sure. That's it from us today, but we'll be back to chat to you again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.